What's going on, Lakeland? It's Nikki the Realtor with the local Lakeland show. And today I'm headed to check out our local rum distillery, Lugo's Craft. with the local Lakeland show and I am here with Christian Lugo with Lugo's Craft Distillery here in Lakeland. He is the co-founder and master distiller over there. So welcome Christian to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool that you're joining us. Um, we met probably about a month or two ago at First Friday um, and I literally had no idea that we had a distillery and so I was super excited when I met you guys um, and I just couldn't wait to get you on the podcast. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who Christian Lugo is? I kind of like to start these podcast episodes like on a personal level, just so people can kind of understand who you are as a person. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lot of questions, too. <laughs> uh, well, I originate from Puerto Rico. Most of my family's from there. Where in Puerto Rico? In Guamo, Puerto Rico. It's like the southern part of the island, pretty okay. much in the middle of nowhere. I've never been, but um, my family's from Bocaron. Bocaron? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't say it like probably yeah. as good as you do, but I try. <laughs> I gotcha. No. So they would definitely understand what Pitorro is, which is one of our rums, okay. um, which is the native rum from Puerto Rico, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, just an athlete growing up, faith-based, Catholic, just always like learning and trying new things, but was an athlete growing up, but also loved the sciences, which is where I went to East Carolina University in North Carolina okay. and studied chemistry there, which is the background for distilling. I never uh, thought in a million years I'd be using chemistry for anything, <laughs> but I guess um, I didn't like the theoretical side. I just like the practical, mixing yeah. a bunch of chemicals and seeing what happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's more the creative sense. Hoping nothing blows up. <laughs> exactly. So, um, oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome. There's a lot to it, but in a sense, yeah, just a fun-loving person, like trying new things and yeah. always love being a part of the community. What made you get into chemistry? Um, didn't really, I like chemistry in the sense of like chemicals and I'm yeah. more of a curious person. Uh-huh. So like understanding things that, you know, most people don't, mm-hmm. but also the building blocks of life itself are through chemistry and to like understanding the origination of everything. So, mm-hmm. um, that really into it. And I thought I, everybody thought I was going to be a good doctor in which I would have, but I just fell out of love with school. Not a big yeah. school person. I love to learn, but it's more like on my terms. I guess I was yes, kind of stubborn I'm, about that. So I'm like the exact same way. I went to school. So I was a bio major originally, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be an orthodontist, mm-hmm. dentist, whatever. That was like the field I wanted to be in. And then I, t- I got all the way to organic chemistry, and I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. No. I'm not, you know. <laughs> but I love learning, too. Like, I'm yeah. always going to, you know, real estate classes or <laughs> taking new courses. Like, love to learn and I even like I went on and got my master's in communication honestly for oh, no wow. reason mm-hmm. um I say that but really for no <laughs> reason and like I don't know I just I like to learn but I don't like to be structured or quits yeah like I don't want to grade like I just no. want to learn let me learn yeah. and then that's it <laughs> and especially when you're <laughs> trying my best <laughs> it used to make sense a lot of the time especially the testing I mean I remember yeah um quantitative and instrumental analysis <laughs> class it was like the average grade was like a 45 mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like that's demoralizing when you're I being know. tested, but it's still passing. That's like an A. Yep. And um, like, am I really learning here or is it more like, right. do you just want me to get a, it? just, it didn't make any sense to me. It's so. like a shot to my ego oh, every time. Oh God, my mom has heard me, you know, complain about our education system since I was in middle school. But that's another subject altogether. <laughs> but I just love to learn and I'm a very curious person. So, yeah. Um, cool. Stuck with chemistry just to get through it because nothing else correlated and yeah. I was... At one point, to be honest with you, thinking about dropping out, I hated chemistry and wow. my parents are just like finishing something. And I'm like, yeah, 
switching was another three years and I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so I double up and everything and finish like another semester later. And Here we yeah, are. Here we are. Very so I'm cool. glad I stuck with it. So what brought you to Lakeland then? A uh, great place for the distillery. My parents already had a vacation home in Championsgate. Oh, they were okay. in like yeah. living in Kentucky. So that's where I got a great appreciation for bourbon. I was there for about a year and a half. Okay. And learning about that and truly the craftiness of bourbon mm -hmm. and also the craftiness of our Pitorro run from Puerto Rico, kind of combining those two was the inspiration to start the distillery. And Lake in itself, from a distribution standpoint, it was great to be between Tampa and Orlando and yep. Central Florida. But to be honest with you, for when it comes to zoning, to be able to have a distillery that's industrial, but also the commercial side to sell our mm -hmm. cocktails or uh, the product themselves, it was very unique. You, uh, Lakeland was the only place I could find one. And wow. from then, we truly learned about how small, you know, the kind of community is, uh, like always supporting local, but yeah. also how it's like the biggest small city or town in the world, in the United States, I feel like, because it's just like, it's got the mentality, but it's actually growing so rapidly. And yeah, we could have never figured out it would be like the best place for us to like start a place and actually seeing it grow so fast. Yeah. And you guys all live here now? No, I live in Tampa. I'll be moving oh, okay. to Lakeland soon. My parents still live in Championsgate. They own a house okay. over there. So cool. I just wanted to live next to the water. And yeah, after I-4, <laughs> I, I it's, uh, it's time to move over here closer to the distillery as it's building up. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the business then. What exactly is Lugo's Craft for those that maybe don't know? Lugo's Craft is we're making some of the most unique rums in the world. Um, it's a bold statement, but when you come to the distillation standpoint and understanding the avenue we're taking from rum, yeah, you'll understand what it is. But essentially, we specialize in unique products. One in particular is our Pitoro rum from Puerto Rico. That's the native rum moonshine from there. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the moonshine from West Virginia where you have to know someone that knows someone yeah. that knows someone that's going to get it for you. <laughs> right. And it's not so much that it's like so rough in that aspect. It's just it's very difficult to get because it's illegally made. And okay. what they do with it, actually, they cure it with fruits and so forth. And that's when you get your different types of pitoro rums, to coconut, to um, strawberry, to whatever else, guava. And um, so we specialize in that pitoro rum, bringing our culture over here because we were lacking in that because yes. we have our, you know, dancing, we have our food or music. Right. We were really missing our native rum. It's Nabacardi. That's Cuban. It's right. really our pitoro rum. It's native there. Uh, but in doing so, when I was creating these products and uh, Kentucky, um, ended up making a couple of the products because I'm a sipping, you know, type of person I like bourbon. Right. And in doing so, I ended up making Libertaya, which is our handcrafted spice rum. It's age real fruits and spices. So you can mm -hmm. smell the aroma. It's not chemically flavored like some other rums that are made in a lab mm -hmm. um, where they're putting a syrup in there. It's truly right. made to be sipped on, but amazing in cocktails and so forth. And then Risky, which is emulating a bourbon. It's a sweet rum aged in new charred American white oak. Um, comes out at 47% single barrel, tastes like a whiskey. We were the only rum at the Orlando Whiskey Festival the last two years. And between Risky and Libertalia, they were among the, the top favorites there. Wow. With play, people like Makers to Woodford Reserve to all these other ones that you can name. So, oh my gosh, that's so um, exciting. It's pretty cool just to give people a different perspective. Yeah. It's become a bourbon lover's rum, but also rum lover's. It's giving them something completely unique. Mm -hmm. And the way it's distilled, four times distilled, the quality sugar is meant to be in a bakery, but also the aging process. It's, if you come to the distillery, you'll understand what makes it so unique. Mm -hmm. And then when you taste it, you'll... It's hard to go back to another room after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to actually come to the distillery um, because I did a, I, I think I did, I did the tasting at first Friday mm -hmm. and I know I got a drink and I loved it, but I want to like actually learn more about like what goes into all the different rums because there's three, <laughs> right? 
three and it's variations of each one. Okay. Yeah. And I want to like learn how long it takes because it <laughs> takes years to make this stuff, right? Like don't you some age do. it? Some yeah. do. Uh, some do take a long time. Pitorro is quickly um, okay. batched together and go. But the pitorro de coco that's actually aged real coconuts rather than flavored coconut mm-hmm. is um, we're working with Ethos Roasters. Um, Actually, here in Lakeland as well, they make produce oh. like some coffee beans for yeah. us. We give them a barrel, so they're aging their coffee beans in one of our barrels. Okay. That's going to be great at um, Christmas blend they're making. And um, we're taking so their cool. coffee to have pitorro de café to make um, different types of, you know, espresso martinis and so forth. And then Libertai has got like, you know, it's variations that throw some into um, toasted barrels and risky and some other products. So, okay. But you come to the distillery, it's not just a basic tour. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the distilleries that you're used to is where... They tell you this is what it is, that's what it is, and the, that's it. I like yeah. to show people exactly how the machine actually works right. and how, what fermentation really is and what it looks like and mm-hmm. also the aging process and answering all those questions too. It's really an open book. And yeah. you know, most people appreciate that level of clarity, but mm-hmm. also the education piece of it. And that's what we like to give people there. That's so cool. Yeah, I, um, I've obviously been on like a million different tours of distilleries and wineries and all those things because mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Um, but the best one that I've been on is uh, Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. And that's in Kentucky, right? That's in Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee. Okay, so I really liked that because kind of like you're saying, it wasn't just like, oh, here's our, mm-hmm. you know, our rum or whiskey or whatever whiskey, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they called it a day. Like you, they take you through the whole place, and then there's actually Jack Daniels' house that he used to live in mm-hmm. is like back there, and. there's like this huge safe and he like apparently kicked it and got an infection and that's how he died and like it's like that part to me (laughs) was like really cool because i'm like wow i'm not just here to taste whiskey like i get to learn like the history behind everything so i think that will definitely attract a lot of people into you guys um for people that love that stuff so how often do you guys offer tours is it like all day long or it's thursday through saturday uh 12 to 6 uh every hour on the hour Okay. We just like separating the entire hour because it's more intimate. It's so not it's a full hour tour. The full hour tour. Oh, that's so cool. So of explaining everything that you can know more. You'll learn more about rum than you ever need to know. <laughs> and then some people appreciate it more and ask more questions. Some people yeah. not so much, but it is, you know, to each their own. But then the tasting, it's not your basic rums. You get to try everything that we're creating, but also that things that haven't been bottled yet and oh, things moving forward as well. Cool. So Okay. <clears throat> Not to mention, if you do a compass tour, which is like five dollars per person mm-hmm. for ten people plus, you'll get a charcuterie board and a couple of cocktails to hang out. Mm-hmm. And soon enough, we're actually expanding to this place next to us where we're actually building a cocktail lounge so people actually hang hang out there and buy cocktails. Oh, that's and cool. So we'll be doubling production, which is something unique for a distillery that's only been here for less than two years now. Yeah. Um, and where you guys are located on the north side, right? South side. That's so like, next to the airport on Drainfield Road. Oh, yes. I always associate that with Northside. I was looking at the address, <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going there after this. I'm, like, really excited to kind of see the space and just check it out. But that's awesome. Um, so right now, do you guys have, like, a bartender on staff that does make drinks, or is it just strictly tastings for right now? Right now, it's just been tastings. We will have, I mean, mixologists have given some recipes. We work some with some amazing ones, mm-hmm. uh, specifically Mildred and Kim and uh, they're with Lucky Elephant Solutions, so okay. woman-owned, operated, you know, um, yeah. their own business. But they're also our brand ambassadors, and they um, promote our products and sell and everything. But they're amazing mixologists, award-winning, and okay. they help create some cocktails with our products to batch them up together and give to people at least to try it out to taste what it's like to be yeah. in a cocktail. Because pitorro is meant to be in a cocktail, but we still give people a tasting of what it tastes like before. Mm-hmm. But the other products are made to be sipped on, like Libertad and Risky. 
Um, but right now we're just doing the tasting. We offer those cocktails, but mm-hmm. once we open up the place next to us to have the cocktail lounge, we'll have a, a mixologist there creating cocktails throughout the day. That's so, so you don't exciting. need a tour to go hang out. You can just go hang out. Come there. hang out. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's really cool too, with like the evolution of the airport and everything too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that'll also bring some more people in on that part of Lakeland. Oh, we have a lot of neighbors that are dying for that thing. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Cause there's really not much out there, mm-hmm. you know, that it started to get developed with, um, like residential real estate and but there's really nothing else. So that's, that's awesome. Especially the level of craft cocktails we have. It's otherworldly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you kind of talked a little bit about what inspired you personally to start Lugo's craft. Um, how did you get the rest of the family into the business? Cause it's your mom, it's your dad and it's you right? and, my sister. and your sister, all four of you. So my dad runs the business side of everything. My mom is the artistic person. Okay. Um, the ideas behind the labels were between her and I collaborating together with our brand team from Dallas. Um, my dad's electrical engineer by trade. He's the one that does the business side and understanding that whole aspect. My sister, she works for a big advertisement company in New York City. So she oh, does wow. all our advertisement and um, social media when it comes to the website. She created all of that. So I, you know, I was looking at your website before <laughs> I got here and I was like, I have to tell him I love the way your website looks like it, Thank you. it looks really, really good. So. That's my sister right there. So each one has got their integral part, you know, me being yeah. a chemist and I guess the mad genius back there behind mm-hmm. the rums to just creating those things. So each one has their own, I guess, skill set, mm-hmm. even though we've all had to wear our hats and different hats to do different things. Right. But the inspiration really came from my dad and I just having a conversation. We've, he's always wanted to have a business and same with me too. Yeah. Never in a million years that I think we was going to be together, let alone <laughs> um, this particular business. Yeah. And it was just the idea of, you know, have, bring that pitoro over here. And I'm like, I can make it. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I can make it. He's like, okay, never in a million years. Like, did I think it was actually going to happen? I just had this idea because where I was at in my life, like I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I was right. a jack of all trades, but master of none. And those people <laughs> that like, they've always known what they wanted to do their entire life. Yes. I've always been jealous because I'm like, they felt like they have that purpose for me. Right. Had all this skill set and had no idea what to do with it. And mm-hmm. uh, I just had to take this opportunity. And off the record, I had a little still and <laughs> yeah. was a little moonshiner before <laughs> I created me, actually became a master distiller in Louisville. We were in Lexington, Kentucky at the time. Okay. And, um, kind of just created those products and uh, people or friends love them so much. And they're like, you need to sell this. I went to, um, exactly. And it's just like, it's not a basic thing. We have bourbon lovers loving rum. It's kind of unique. And um, went to a course called Moonshine University in Louisville. And that's where I learned how to use bigger equipment, the sciences behind things. Um, Because I created these things and didn't understand exactly what was happening until I got more information on it and understood it and I can recreate it and even better the process. But learn about the industry and everything like that. And my dad and I were like, we went through all the options of what we can do when it comes to a spirit side. And mm-hmm. whether just owning the brand or creating the distillery, we made the decision that was best for us to yeah. create the legacy of creating the distillery, something that's going to be here for a long time and something that we can create rather than pay someone to create it. And um, yeah, it was just a long process of creating that from the lawyers to the brand team, to the bottles, the labels, the idea. It's an insane amount of work behind the scenes. When you see a bottle, it's not just bottles. It's a right. huge story that created that to not just be made, but also be brought to market. Right. And it's <laughs> a lot of luck, a lot of faith, a lot of, you know, a lot of times my parents are kind of like a little worried about everything because it's a huge investment. Right. It's self-funded mm-hmm. and it's a lot of money to be starting a distillery. Right. And uh, just every time I just had a good feeling. I would just tell them I have a good feeling about this. And 
They had no reason to ever believe someone like me who technically has never had like a full salary position. I was in contracts right. or whatever else and haven't done anything compared to my dad or other people. They had all yeah. the faith in the world with me. And um, so far, it's paid off, thankfully. So it yeah. was just a huge leap of faith and a lot of hard work. And um, just a lot of people have wanted to help us, too, along the way. That's amazing. That is like just hearing you talk about it. I'm like, that is so scary. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of business owners go through that in terms of from the very beginning, like, you know, because you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to stumble and fall along the way at some point. But it's like, do you pick yourself up and keep going? Like, what if you come to a crossroad and you don't know how to move forward? Like, mm -hmm. you just have all these thoughts in the back of your head. And so for you guys to get into this business, I mean, really, you had never done it before. And then to come to a whole new area and start too, like, how, like you it know, took like, a lot of faith because honestly, my dad's run these huge corporations, not a small business, especially right. an industry that's so diverse and so unique. It's right. not a normal industry. This sometimes a lot of unprofessionalism. Sometimes it's a lot of politics. Sometimes just a lot of whether they like you or not. It's not exactly like right. <laughs> easy. And uh, yeah. my sister coming from a big, you know, advertisement and bringing it to something small it's everything for them was a different challenge which mm -hmm. is a fun challenge for me honestly i had nothing to lose yeah, right. <laughs> i didn't have anything at the time it was just like <laughs> i need this it. is the only opportunity i was like screw it. what's the worst that could happen <laughs> yeah and uh for my dad he was obviously leaving a very comfortable position to start this with me and yeah and my mom obviously <laughs> it's a different lifestyle now that we got to live and that she right. was used to and there's a lot of change for all of us but to me i've always been a nomad i've moved around so many times yeah. but like to me it was, it was gonna be a fun you know, life and journey. Yeah. Exactly. And um, had didn't really realize the repercussions. And it's just been, I guess, like the blind faith that I had. Yeah. And uh, for my parents, it was, you know, I had a lot of faith in my dad being able to run that whole aspect. And he had a lot of faith in me when it comes to creating these things, because it's not most people aren't doing what we're doing. Right. And especially in the sense of the, running a distillery, but also how unique we are. It was a faith of like, is this going to work? Like the idea that right. we have, it's so revolutionary and so unique. Is it really going to work in this industry and people are going to embrace it? And what um, happens if it doesn't? Exactly. So we validated it here to the point where this big liquor store guy who has he's renowned and has a lot of money in the liquor. He understands uh, mm -hmm. the spirits industry to the point where we went to go validate it with him. My little vials of like things that I made. Right. Oh, and my gosh. He smelled so cool. it. He didn't even try it. He loved it so much. He's like, can I start pay purchasing the bottles now? And in my head, I'm, we're like. I don't even have a distillery yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So How it's like did you that get in Oh man. So I remember when we were looking, we were like finally got our distillery place. We're like, mm -hmm. this is where we're going to be. And my brother came to see it. And I remember he was like, no one's going to come out here. It was so far out of Lakeland, so far out of everything else. And like, I understood his, his um, concerns yeah. and it was like validating. It was valid. And, uh, but I just had a feeling people will come to us. I wanted yeah. to create a, or my dad and I were focused on the production People ended up loving our planning to see us so badly that we had the tasting room, but it was valid. We went to go see it, but then we went to uh, eat at a Puerto Rican place in Lakeland and um, went to a liquor store there. It's called CPD Liquor. I just randomly walked in there. Something told me to go walk in there while my brother, my dad, and my mom went into um, the restaurant. And my dad followed me afterwards when he saw me go in. And I started talking to Edwin, who was running the liquor store there, but he wasn't the owner. Told him, hey, we're going to be making pitorro. Don't know what made me tell him say that. He's like, man, we get like five people every week and asking for Pitoro here. I'm like, really? I'm like, wow. great. So he was actually Dominican, worked for a big distributor. And he was just like, we'll be making these other products too. He's like, I need you to get connected with the owner of this place. Like, great. 
got his phone number and everything else. And uh, he's like, don't worry, I'll get to connect with him. So on the way back from the restaurant, going back to my parents' house, we got a call from Edwin. He's like, hey, he'll be there at the restaurant, the liquor store, the one actually in Orlando at um, 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Will you be there? I'm like, sure, we'll be there with our samples. Absolutely, yeah. And it was just like, wait a second, a little breakthrough. And that's how we got yeah. connected with him. And I remember getting there. There was He wasn't there. Like, um, there's other wine people were supposed to pitch to him, too. And they got frustrated and left. And we waited for about half an hour just waiting for him. Wow to an hour and he finally showed up and then we got to meet him he loved our products for pitoro he's like i want to be the first person that sells this so as soon as you have it or we're going to have it um but when i started pre-order so he was the first person that when we had pitoro finally made because everything else had to be aged Mm -hmm. uh, we had the bottle the label like uh about a year later is when everything was done and um he's like great took a picture at the liquor store put it on his website to start pre-selling it and that was our first customer wow so it was a lot to get to that piece there. That's crazy. But it's like, it's insane how much just networking with people That's will, can bring you. Like You I, never know who you know. No, exactly. And I tell my friends like all the time. And, and sometimes I kind of stop myself. Not that I'm shy because I'm a very outgoing person. But it's very hard for me to like approach a random person every mm-hmm. once in a while. You know, you just like get in your head, yeah. you know. But I, I tell my friends all the time I have this weird rule. I'm like, every time I go to a new place, I have to talk to at least one person that I don't know. <laughs> and the reason why I do that is because I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to meet. I mean, I yeah. could be sitting next to the, you know, the owner of the Yankees, like <laughs> the New York Yankees. I don't know. Like, they're, everybody is just, they're all the same. We're all people at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can meet my husband. Like, you, yeah. you, just, you, you never, just know. never know. So, um, and that's the thing. thing. I mean, I'm... I love talking to people, but I'm more introverted than anything else. Like yeah. it takes a lot of energy to be networking events and stuff. It's not easy, but no. if you can do it, you know, it it's can a very lead valuable. I had to really yeah. step out of my comfort zone and connecting with people because I'm not used to it. Yeah. Especially wealthy people. That's something I still can't do. Oh yeah, that <laughs> like, too. It's like a little bit of know, which is like I don't really want to. Like I'd rather be at home reading a book or like working <laughs> yeah. out or something else. Like, yeah. But I know it's necessary for the business and I really yeah. had to get out of that fear of like rejection or like what are they going to think like to the point of like they are just another human being just yep. like us and absolutely you have something to offer just like they do so yeah well i'm sure you've probably met some really cool people just by working now in the distillery do you get Definitely. a lot of people from out of town or do you get many really many come out of town or we've had a lot of people that were you know they become three or four times always bringing family that comes in to see the distillery to um, but a people that just are tired of Disney or trying to something new and we yeah. really are the only distillery around and uh, especially offering a free tour and tasting, like why not? Right. Something to do. <laughs> exactly. That's something new. Thing. And they drove they drive an hour. This couple wow. drove an hour and a half the other day. We've had people from Gainesville all the way to from Miami to East Coast just wanting to try something new because they've heard about us. Right. And um they love it. So it's pretty cool. So that's that's, that's amazing. Being able to someone that's hasn't even you know, that it's not from here. They're from another state. Like we had from people from Montana to Pennsylvania and just bring it back to share wow. it with people. And that part's really cool. Yeah. Especially when you see um, one of the liquor stores actually sells nationwide for us. Yep. And people from Washington to New York to Chicago to California, they're, they're buying it. Buying it. It's pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was going to say next too. Like, what was that feeling like when you walked into the first liquor store and saw your bottle on the shelf? Be honest with you, at the beginning, um, I didn't exactly appreciate it. I was so focused really? on working so hard to get to where I wanted to get to have yes. the big distillery, the end game kind of thing. Yep. I didn't really appreciate the process of what's going on here. It wasn't until my girlfriend was just like, 
What's it like having your bottle at like a restaurant that they're right. pouring it? You're next to Bacardi, you're next to Plantation, you're next to Makers, these and there's you. massive yeah. brands. And then these people are ordering a cocktail with your rum. That's in, that's <laughs> and insane. it's just like, I never thought about it that way. That's yeah. actually insanely cool. And it wasn't until that where I'm like, oh, my God. So anytime I see it at a liquor store, I'll take a picture at a restaurant and yep. take a picture of whatever bottles are next to it. Because, like, it's not just to, like, um, blow myself up with ego, but it's just to appreciate, like, yeah, the, what, what you've worked for. The blood, sweat, tears on the last. We're going to get a T-shirt made with that. But, like, it's <laughs> it's truly, like, you know, it took so much work, a lot of uncertainty, yeah. a lot of, you know, most people it takes uh, years to be in market right. and to be where we're at. And I think almost 90 places in the last two years, which is wow. insanely productive when it comes to the distillery. Uh, it's a blessing. But to be seen that each one is special. Yeah. Because it's just that saying one person saying they love this so much, they brought it into this new restaurant. Yep. And people are purchasing in that. Exactly. So it's just spreading it like. Yes. Like spiraling um, it. Yep. That's every single one of them will learn to appreciate that. It's really cool that's process cool. to be at each one of those things. Yeah, it is. So. The first time I just, yeah, when you really appreciate it, you get like chills. It's like, oh, my God, I can't yeah. believe this is happening. And still to this day, it's still impressive. When you see a bartender making a cocktail that you didn't order, someone else did with yep. your product. I have to record it because it's like, this is so cool. Yeah, So yeah, absolutely. That appreciation grew. That's amazing. So in terms of the evolution, so you've been in Lakeland, open for business for two years. How long before then did it take you to physically open the doors? <laughs> It'd be funny. So I started uh, my little moonshine thing, May of 2019. We moved down here November 2019. Okay. Started getting out. We got a location December 2019. Started Because you have to start paying rent, um, have like equipment coming in before you can even submit a license to start distilling. So that process at the time was taking nine months to a year. Because, because No, that was before COVID. Oh. Because COVID started, had it happened, it was going to take even longer. And we're like, oh, my God, we can't just sit here paying rent, do nothing. No. So yeah. that's where we're like, hey, what if we do hand sanitizer? It's my dad's idea. Brilliant. Oh, okay. It was a cost benefit thing. It's like either we wait and do nothing or we get do, do this now yeah. and get our license quicker. So it was a great idea by him. We did that and got our license within a month to actually start getting equipment and start distilling in July of 2020. Okay. So just under two years of distilling, but we been open technically since april of 2020 okay but truly not having our products out there till about august of 2020 so that's when we were first in liquor stores like that at a bet fly in orlando and people coming in to buy our product Mm -hmm. so um everything happened like that (laughs) yeah i was gonna say that's actually pretty quick i was expecting you to say like oh it took us like five years (laughs) that's what people think which is crazy part because i remember working so my dad was a president and CEO of a company in Kentucky, and I was uh, working as a contract as a chemical analyst there. And to be honest with you, I was not a good employee. <laughs> I was a, more, a lot more uh, busier thinking about the, the future and, like, the business right. itself. So while I was supposed to be working, in a sense, I was actually, working on other things. actually uh, calling up the lawyers, understanding the whole process, getting the lawyers, working yeah. on our brand team, getting the label set up, but also working on our bottlers, getting picking different bottles, kind of things like that, working with my mom in that aspect. So. I was kind of spearheading that whole thing while my dad was bigger thing until the point where we had everything set up. We had our brand. We had our business. My dad's the one, you know, actually we signed the paperwork. Everything was confirmed. Uh, we had a business. We had our logo already with a compass, which is, you know, find your spirit. Another thing by my dad. And because our inspiration from our rums are from different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, and especially the new stuff that we're going to be bringing up are going to be from other parts of the world, too. 
it was kind of like really quick of how everything really when it comes to about the grand scheme of things right. it was really quick it was blitz yeah. which you can understand why my mom's worry was there because my <laughs> sister was supposed to get married in oh, june of 2020 but then pandemic happened so there's a lot uh -oh. of things that were like i'm glad we didn't wait because yeah. it would have killed us there yeah we would have never done it Absolutely. so we really powered through the pandemic and it was a lot of fun working with a family because there's mm -hmm. nothing else to do it was playing golf three times a week right and what else building a bar with my 88 year old grandfather <laughs> like it was truly a whole family effort it was a lot of fun being able to Call it Lugo's craft and truly craft everything there Together. with your hands. Yeah. And well, I think it's cool too that each one of you have your own piece in the business. Mm -hmm. Like you guys really all have your own unique things about you. And, and we trust each other to it. do that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So you sound like a visionary, like like <laughs> me. So I see things like 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you've already talked about, you know, the other part of the distillery that you're opening. But where do you want to take Lugo's craft? Like what other <laughs> visions do you see for it? Be honestly, like without shame, the best rum in the world. That's what we want to do. The craft, the type of things that we're doing is very revolutionary. But I would love to, that's our next step is to have build a land or buy the land here in Lakeland. Mm -hmm. um, there's one in downtown I really want. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it's to be really be the heart of Lakeland and um, bring people here too to try something different, something unique, and especially yeah. being in Florida. But it's to be the Buffalo Trace of rum. If you know Buffalo love Trace, that. is all the different types of uh, product that they have but it's all craft it's all unique it's allocated it's it's special and um, that was the inspiration that i had from the beginning to creating these brands so mm -hmm. lugos craft spirits is the umbrella with lugos craft pitoro rum that's variations libertine is variations risky and it's variations and other things that will create cows are my specific one cast strength um risky i guess you could say but it's completely different um but those variations are going to fall into that where you don't have to see Lugos to understand that it's them. You're going to see in the back that it's distilled and aged and bottled by Lugos Craft Spirits, but in the right. beginning, it's its own brand. Got it. So that's the idea for Buffalo Trace aspect of it, because they have the Buffalo mm -hmm. Trace. You have Colonel H. Taylor, Eagle Rare, Blanton's, yada, yada. Yeah. That's the idea. Um, okay. But, so that's what we want to be. It's having that big distillery, have our rick houses for aging the barrels, and also have, uh, thanks to the Governor DeSantis, being able to sell cocktails now and, are, and yep. have a lounge there where we can throw events and yes. be able to rent it out to people. I was just going to say that. I'm like, are we going to have Love music? Events? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm the event queen. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> right now, we've rented us for birthday parties, the bachelor parties, and everything like um Oh, we actually a have a birthday everything. party coming up this Saturday, and they just texted me and asked what they should do in Lakeland. I might have to rent around this. <laughs> I like this. So it's a fun environment. We'll hold it up just for everybody else so we can actually Very stay cool. a little longer than just at 6 p.m. Right. And actually throw an event for you guys. So little by little, we're kind of growing. We didn't expect that to happen so much, but mm -hmm. people want to be there. And it's just like something different here in yeah. Lakeland. So we want to be the place to be, but also the heart of Lakeland and have the best distillery there and experience. So that's cool. No shame in saying that. That's what I we want to be. No, it's the best. That's the best vision. <laughs> Why all started? Like you're not gonna be like, oh, I just want to be mediocre. No, you want to be the best, and that's Absolutely. your goal. And if you fall a little short of that, I mean, you did okay. an amazing job. Exactly. Like, you're doing the best that you can. So honestly, the vision is to just uh, humbly, but also like grow with the inspiration to be the best that we can do. Like, we don't know what that's gonna look like, but, but we have ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be closer to downtown Lakeland, though? I think I heard you. There's say. one a piece of land. Uh, I would kill to have. It's like next to the lake is overlooking the Lakeland as well. Too. It's like 22 acres. That's my dream right there. We just love to this be idea. That. Oh my God. I would, that's my dream right there. If I had all the money in the world, that's what I would buy that's right what you now. Would buy. Mm -hmm. Is it for sale? 
Yes. It is. <laughs> I just want it so this. bad. <laughs> so right now we're, we have the place next to us to be able to grow mm-hmm. without having to move to be able to buy that land. Yeah, so, that's nice. Because we're growing, we already grew out of our space in yeah. a year and a half, which is extremely unique for a distillery. Um, so that's the goal is to get to that as fast as possible. My dad had a great idea of building into the place next to us, mm-hmm. having the cocktail lounge, but also pretty much pays the rent because that's all yeah. we need to do. It doubles the production, allows me to make more of what we're selling. Yeah. So. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> so um, just to tie everything into Lakeland, how has Lakeland welcomed you as a community? This is like my favorite question to ask everybody. And I feel like we always kind of say something similar, but um, from you specifically, you're coming from out of Florida. Mm-hmm. How has, how have we welcomed you as a community here? Oh, couldn't have picked a better place. I love oh that. my God. It's been <laughs> that makes me so from happy. the people to the restaurants, <laughs> to just uh, the community itself, to, you know, first Friday and Buena market and allowing us to be a part of it too. And, um, yeah. You know, even the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce event that, that we did and really embracing local. Yep. It's they could easily have uh, it's less expensive to have a bigger brand or whatever Absolutely. else and having their money to be able to do all the marketing. And we're limited to what we can do, but a sense of believing in us and allowing us for the opportunity. And they've honestly seen the benefits of that. And it helps us spread our word, too. Um, so it's just been an amazing opportunity to be a part of Lakeland's, Lakeland's growth. And we truly feel honored that people have embraced us the way we have and the change because everybody's like, oh, this is our distillery now. They, you know, <laughs> even at Fresco's, it's like the Lakelanders, like Le- Lakeland's Libertas by a Shrem. Like, it's yep. so cool that they embrace it as their own thing, you know. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's impressive to see, you know, how they've truly helped carry us and push us forward. And I mean, from the Chamber of Commerce to obviously you, like, it's people that truly appreciate us and what we're trying to do being a small family distillery and we're a lot bigger than that when it comes to what we're doing Mm -hmm. and being able to push that forward with us has been amazing so couldn't have picked a better place oh i love to hear that that makes me so happy i (laughs) I have such a love for lakeland and not i'm not from here either no it's like the biggest small town in america and it's it's been a great place for us yeah so what's your favorite part about Lakeland then? Is it um, doing business here? I mean, you don't live here yet, but if there was one specific thing that you could say, like, what do you love about Lakeland? Two, the people, one, it's they've been just so kind and loving and receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the food here has been amazing. Yeah. foodie. So <laughs> <laughs> having these unique restaurants has been great. But yeah, um, yeah I'd say those two things has been really fun to experience cool. with people. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we end, I have one request mm-hmm. since we're opening this lounge. Um, are we going to have a pina colada on the menu? There's actually a cocktail that's like a cocktail <laughs> that tastes like a pina colada, but it's not as heavy, so it's even better. Oh, okay, good, because mm-hmm. that's like my favorite. It's called the Cocoa Beach. It's made with pitota rum, and it's to die for. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Before you leave, where can we find you? Um, Instagram, Facebook, website. For people that don't know. Our website is lucascraftspirits.com. Um, Facebook is Lucascraft Distillery. Same with um, Instagram as well, Lucascraft Distillery. You can follow us there. With We have different promotions where you're going to be at other places. But also, if you go to our website, you can see how you can purchase online. But also the different liquor stores and restaurants that we're located. And, and also some cocktails that you can make with our product as well. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Christian. Thanks so much, Nikki. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Lakeland. Bye.